Welcome to the Mary Gostolo Girl Ahead podcast, the weekly unique insight into luxury hospitality around the world by those who know it best. Produced by Allmont Global and brought to you by JetX. Upgrade to a class above first and enjoy the freedom of travel with JetX, a global leader in private aviation inspired by luxury beyond compare. Wherever you wish to fly, JetX can take you there in utmost safety, comfort and style at your own schedule and pace. Whether on business or leisure, the world is yours to enjoy with JetX. I'm thrilled to be chatting today with Toby Smith. He is the Hong Kong-based head of Swire Hotels portfolio. He has the Easts and other brands, but he also has the House Collectives. And that's what I want to find out about. Toby, can you tell me, first of all, your title and also, uh, you know, what you do? Toby Smith. I um, am Deputy Chairman of Swai Hotels, um, and I've been with Swai Hotels for nearly six years uh, as part of a uh, much longer career with the Swai Group, spanning nearly 32 years. And my current role at Swai Hotels is really to uh, oversee the expansion of the brand. We, we have properties in the mainland China and in Hong Kong and in the US, but we're very keen to grow um, our brand worldwide. So that's really my primary responsibility at the moment. Okay, and with your Swire Hotels, you are known for the House Collective, you're known for East. Let's talk about House Collective first. You have Hong Kong, you have three destinations in mainland China, and you've just announced Japan. Tell me more about the Tokyo project. It's fantastically exciting uh, to to have this project. Um, It's in a really dynamic part of Tokyo uh, in the Shibuya district. Uh, Many of the existing luxury and ultra-luxury hotel offerings are in sort of the more um, traditional areas, business areas of uh, of Tokyo. But Shibuya really is the sort of the beating heart of of Tokyo. So we're very pleased to to be there. Um, It's... And I love Shibuya. It's got that gorgeous park. It has uh, three long-standing properties immediately around it, but something new will be very exciting. And this is part of of a development. Uh, It will obviously have lots of retail in it. And who chose this fascinating Norwegian designer, Snorheta, which is known for... um, well, cathedral type of museums rather than hotels. So again, we're, we're very excited to be working with Snoheta. That, that choice was made by the owners uh, of, the, of the development. Uh, and as you say, it will have retail, it will have our house collective hotel, and it will have some uh, residences uh, on, on top as well. But there's uh, Snoheta, as you say, are, are well known for their iconic and exciting designs. And I think it's a very good, good match for, for what we try to do with the house collective. I'd like to take a little aside before we go on to your actual hotel properties. Um, retail. I'm seeing more and more uh, similarities between fashion 
and the hotel industry. How has retail fitted into, how has fashion fitted into your hotels so far? And where do you see it coming in the future? Our hotels, particularly the house collective properties, are part of mixed-use developments where there is always a a luxury retail component as well. And and there's a very strong uh, synergy and collaboration between our hotel teams and and the teams running the retail because the fashion brands, they want to have uh, host events or pop-ups in the hotels. And and it's just a type of customer base that we both have are also there's a strong overlap. So there's a lot of synergy there. So um, it's, it's a natural fit. In fact, I was amazed when I was in the upper house in Hong Kong a couple of weeks ago. You have an André Fu uh, display there. André Fu is one of my favorite interior designers because he, he's such a polymath. I don't know what he couldn't design, in fact. And he's a very empathetic designer, and that came out in all the pieces of china and furniture that you have displayed there for sale. And it seems to be such a brilliant overlap. The House Collective is the name just for the houses, isn't it? The House Collective is separate. What's the difference between the House Collective brand and the East brand? So the House Collective is our ultra-luxury brand. They tend to be smaller properties, um, more or less uh, 100 rooms, um, very distinctive, individually named, you know, the opposite house, the middle house, upper house, etc., and individually designed uh, and, uh, say, appealing to that ultra-luxury segment. East is our um, lifestyle brand, and, and they tend to be uh, larger properties, maybe 250 to 300 rooms, um, and again, catering to that um, uh, lifestyle segment, but, but it's sort of entry-level luxury, um, so a little bit more low-key, a little bit more uh, relaxed. Um, Toby, I hate to contradict you, but if I think of East Miami, it's bustling fun, it's vibrant, with its South American indoor-outdoor restaurant around the pool. Uh, it, It is just great fun. And the same happened, and the same word can be applied to your uh, house collectives, that they're fun, that they're not boring. There's nothing well, stuffy about Swire hotels. Absolutely, Maria. Thank you for, for saying that. And, and you're, you're quite right And that East Miami certainly has that, that, that buzz and that vibe, which we, we like to have in the, in the House Collective as well. Um, I think it's um, the level of personalization um, uh, is greater in a house collective where you have a obviously smaller number of rooms, a smaller number of guests and a, and a higher staff to guest ratio. But the same service philosophy that we that we embody pervades through across both brands. You're, you're absolutely right. And, and we would always want to keep it that way. Do, do you find that the regular guests, do they move between East and House Collective? 
Some do, yes. I mean, uh, where we don't have a, uh, a house collective property in a certain city, I mean, Miami being the, the obvious example, um, but even in cities where we have both, such as Beijing, depending on where our guests uh, want to base themselves on that visit, they will, they will stay at either one of the properties because they know that they will get that same you know, level of service and that same, I, th- I guess, it's an overused word, but but authentic service. We like to say that it's unscripted. It comes very naturally to, to our to our team members. You know, it's, it's not a uh, rigid standard operating procedure type of service. How do you get that service so authentic, Toby? We let people um, have a, a very high degree of autonomy. At, uh, you know, from from at all levels of, of, of the organisation. You know, we we like people to learn on the job. We don't give them a you know, 50 page manual when they arrive and say, this is how you must greet a guest. You know, we, we allow them to use their intuition. And so, so the hiring part of, 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 of what we do is absolutely critical to, to get the right people and get the right people. And then, then you can, um, you know, uh, train them appropriately. Uh, but they have to have that independence of spirit, independence of mind. Do you hire, um, as Swire hotels or do you hire specifically for house collective and or east we will the majority of our hires will be per property because you know some people will want to be working in hong kong or want to be working in shanghai or miami um but we do take some at a sort of group level yes that that, that have that uh, and then they can move across across properties but it, the majority tends to be per property depending on the needs of that particular hotel at management level uh, do they move from one brand to another Yes, yes, absolutely. We like to sort of have that sort of cross-pollination of ideas and, um, and it's a great experience for, for, for the managers. So, yes, so that's something we encourage. Toby, you are a customer specialist, a customer service specialist, and you've obviously had experience in various different fields. What have you learned now, being in charge, being deputy chairman of Swire Hotels, what have you learned from your days in uh, Cathay Pacific and in Swire Shipping? So at, at Cathay Pacific, where uh, one of my key roles before moving into, uh, into Swire Hotels was running the customer experience department for, for Cathay, both from a design point of view and a, and a sort of service design, um, so product design and service design. And it really just taught me that absolutely to put the customer at the center of everything, which again, in the service industry sounds a cliche, but there are you know many so-called service industries that, that sometimes forget that. So that really um, taught me you know, the, the importance of that. For Swire Shipping, which was more of a um, uh, a sort of business to business sort of sector, uh, it was m- more around running a small business, which which Swire Hotels is, and 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 growing a small business. It's one of the most challenging things is to take a business from being very small to to, to larger, and that's what we're trying to do with Swire Hotels. So the experience I got at Swire Shipping um, has been very important in, in that so far. You you are expanding. Uh, the portfolio of Swire Hotels. But it's interesting that you're not um, looking at getting too large too quickly. You are a French graduate. Are you looking at any specific areas for growth like France or Francophone Africa, for instance? 
Um, well, certainly your, your first point, we're, we're not looking to grow too fast or, or grow too big. I think the success of the House Collective is that distinctive nature and, and, and that attention to detail in each of our properties. And, and we want to, you know, apply that to each and every one of the, of the new properties. So um, we will remain a, um, a, a boutique sized uh, organization, but we do want to be in key cities uh, around the world. So um, no particular preference for, for Francophone nations at this point. Um, if, um, if those opportunities arrive, then, uh, then yes, I would welcome them. But it's, it, that's not <laughs> um, our main motivation is, um, is just to be in, in key global cities um, where we know the brand will, will resonate. Where do you see Swire Hotels being in five years, Toby? We would like to have probably moved from um, our existing seven properties, so four houses and three Easts. Um, well, in fact, we have a pipeline which will double that um, in the next uh, five to seven years. Um, so that's that's massively exciting. Um, and we're obviously working on further deals um, uh, at the moment. So in five years' time, yes, we would certainly like to have uh, three or four uh, of the new properties uh, open, which which I'm sure we will, um, and have some new destinations in, let's say, key global cities in Asia Pacific and, uh, and, and the rest of the world um, um, in the pipeline and, uh, and announced. What are the challenges along this uh, route, do you think, Toby? It's absolutely getting the right deal. It's, it's the right location, obviously, um, but it's also the right partner. The, these um, deals, uh, the hotel management agreements, are uh, you know, are twenty years or more, and and having that sort of relationship, uh, it goes beyond just a commercial uh, relationship. And so, choosing the right partner, the right location, um, is, is always been critically important for Swire across all his businesses, and and, and certainly for Swire Hotels, for both brands. Um, that that's that's the the, the biggest. Um, I suppose criteria, if you like, and challenge is, is finding the right partner in the right location. It sounds such an easy thing, doesn't it? Okay, let's put a hotel up there and let's put our flag on it. But actually, the more one finds out about the development side, the more complicated it is, and it can be it can be turned upside down at any moment. But it would be great to see. East hotels in many more places. East has opened the way for you into the great United States. And having one property in US, should that help you bring both uh, your brands into the US, do you think? Absolutely. It's, um, we've, we've got some very active discussions at the moment in, in two cities in the US um, for um, uh, an East and a house, um, and um, hopeful that in the next six to twelve months we will we will be able to you know uh, announce uh, those deals. So uh, it's it's immensely exciting, and the success of East Miami really is is a, is a fabulous springboard um, for for the growth of the brand in the US, as you say. There is still a, a big worry in the US, particularly about getting talent. And you, you are so dominant in Asia where there is a natural service level. It, it, it's inherent in, in people. Uh, how would you feel about expansion in the US? You're managing in Miami perfectly. 
there you have a big influx of South American talent, of course. Um, are you worried about shortage of talent in your combined brands in years to come? It's a challenge for the whole industry, Mary, absolutely. Um, and it's not just, just in the US, um, in the Chinese mainland. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of competition, um, it, with both within the hotel uh, industry and, and other, other sectors. Um, you know, we, we believe we have a very um, engaging brand and, brand and reputation as, in, as an employer. Um, and uh, we offer, you know, I think, a very attractive working environment. So, but it is, it's, it's a constant um, uh, challenge across both brands and in, and in all, in all um, countries. So I don't think the U.S. will, be, um, will present anything harder. Each city has its own local challenges, of course, um, but it's one that we've, we've met before and, and, and we're very much up for that challenge. Thank you, Toby, for filling me in, for filling us all in on Swire Hotel's beautiful properties. Next episode, I'm going to be chatting to Alison Gilmore, who is the Portfolio Director of International Luxury Travel Market, ILTM. It's a particularly useful time to be chatting to her because we have ILTM Asia Pacific coming up in Singapore very soon. See you next episode. Join us next week for another exciting insight into the world of luxury travel. And don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about the show.